All right, back here on the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark. The Sands spin the one and twos broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs, whether auto, home, or life. Give them a call. Give you your free quote today. Numbers 210-641-4000. That is Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the sports grind. Um, all right. So... Keeping it moving. All right, so before we dive into our quarterback uh, talk here, um, let's go to the phones here. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 1300 Zone. What's up, Mike? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. You might have uh, came to me before. Uh, you might say what I'm about to say after I finish up. I wanted to get back on to this Tannehill deal that we was talking about yesterday. Um some uh, some new news. I learned some new news last night about this guy, um, and you you might be right in what you're saying about uh, Tanner Ball uh, having um, uh, mental issues. You know, with his three interception game in the playoffs. Uh, from what I understand, uh, from one of these so-called NFL insiders, he said that uh, Tannehill he wasn't even notified that they were going to bring in uh, AJ Brown. Uh, they wasn't even the, you know he's supposed to be the number one quarterback and he, he they didn't even let him in on let him in on the deal that they were bringing in uh, this guy for this uh, talking about Malik draft. yeah talking about the you talking about the quarterback Malik they didn't let him know they were going to draft Malik that's what you're saying or trying to no, say no 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 but no, they didn't let him know if you go draft him either but they, he wasn't in on the deal for the wild trade or they want to trade trading yeah. him out yeah, yeah. yeah. okay go ahead yeah, they, they didn't let him they didn't let him know about that deal either. So, uh, like you said yesterday, man, uh, you know, uh, Tannehill, one thing we do know for sure is, you know, hopefully he won't take the same attitude that Baker Mayfield took because it looked like Baker Mayfield might have wrote his uh, check right out of the NFL. It's, you know, it's not looking too good for him. A lot of, uh, you know, I thought for sure he would have been on the squad by now. But uh, hopefully Tannehill will come to a right deal and try to work with this guy, you know, because they are on the same team. And uh, maybe they can, you know, have a working relationship, you know, because it's obvious, you know, when you bring in, a, you know, a, a, you know, a top-notch quarterback, that your job, you know, your future in that town is is, is very limited. You might two or three years if you're lucky. It might not even be that long. But it might turn out like Jordan Love. We know with Aaron Rodgers, you see how that turned out. Love was supposed to replace Rodgers, and and now Rodgers is just still in town, and he got the big contract. So maybe uh, Tannehill can go out this year and show what he can do. And maybe uh, maybe uh, they'll continue to have him on the bench until he'll get a big contract. And I'd like to hear what you say. Uh, have to say about that. I thank you for taking my call today. All right, Mike. Thanks for the phone call. All right. So, look, this is a nice segue because I wanted to clarify myself on Ryan Tannehill comments yesterday because I got some blowback on that. And usually y'all let me ride on my football takes. But I know it wasn't just Adam Longoria who basically uh, sleeps in Titans underwear every night probably that gets emotional and everything I say about the Titans. Underoos. But let me tell you something, man. I'm going to clarify this just to clarify it. I don't have to do this, but I want to do this because, again, y'all going to keep receipts on this come September to December. You know, we keep score here. Okay, so I don't agree with everything, and this is the reason why I wanted to, I wanted to do this yesterday, but this will give me an opportunity to bring back to the Tannehill situation. Um, I don't agree with everything Jason Lockenforia says. Um, you know, but he does this. I, he, I mean, this is the first time it's come to my radar, but I've heard that he's done this annually and he kind of tracked back to where he had it in 2021. 
uh, with the quarterback, excuse me, in 2022 tiers. So according to CBS, and this came out yesterday, there's tiers now of where he feels that quarterbacks and much from what GMs feel, his information, and some of this I agree with, some I don't. But let's talk about tier one, which he labels bona fide franchise cornerback. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Legit. Okay. In 2021, going into last year, he on this list, he had Patrick Mahomes. Okay, and this is gathering information from GMs and stuff and their thoughts and process too. This is just not, you know, an insider writing on this. This is some research he's done. So in 2021, going the season, he had Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and Deshaun Watson. Okay. We all agree with those are those are this is last year heading into last year bona fide franchise quarterbacks. I don't really have the I really don't have any problems with anybody on the list. The only one that I'm saying that has to come with a little question mark and asterisk and that's Lamar Jackson. But do you have any problems or anybody out there in Twitter world or uh you know Facebook Live have any problems with the first list going into last year 2021? I I don't think that I would have put Herbert on a bona fide list going into last year. Okay. You agree with that, Sam? Sam's agreeing with that. He, he gave you the shake. You agree. Okay. Just too soon? or That's just, too, Yeah, it's huh. just a knee-jerk reaction to a really great rookie year. Okay, go ahead, Sam. And I'd say it's even still too soon to put him on that list for next year as well. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. way too early to say he's a bona fide franchise that's, you know, Super Bowl winning caliber quarterback. Okay, that's fair because I was always saying the the chosen one that kind of basically got couldn't I couldn't find anybody did anything to say anything negative about him, but he can ball, but I got you. Okay, so okay, so 2022, all right, going into this season, this is who his tier 1 after talking to GMs and all that and his input, bona fide franchise QBs going to 2022. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Jackson, okay, which would be Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson. He's got Herod on that list again, and the only and and then he added two quarterbacks to this list. Can we guess to see who? Are you looking at the list, Jonas? You're cheating. I know Okay, he had two. He had added two to this list: Joe Barrow and Matt Stafford. And I disagree with the second one. That that's just that that's living in the moment. You just guy, who, uh, Joe Burrow or Matt? No, Matt Stafford. Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow. Uh, okay, I, I'm. I'll take both of them. I, I I have an issue with both of them. I you said don't early, think- I said last season that I felt that Jamar Chase made Joe, Joe Burrow that much better. I really think that Jamar Chase and how excellent he was at uh, after the catch, f- catching really highly contested footballs. I think that. Joe Burrow, a tier one, bonafide. I don't know if I'm quite bonafide. And okay. then Matt Stafford, he uh, he went for he, he, was he bona? Why wasn't Matt Stafford bonafide in 2021? If you're going to put him in 2022, well, well, because you because know he's just on a better team. Okay, I, I'm going to let you ride on Joe Burrow, uh, but I got to push you back on Matthew Stafford because honestly, I've been saying Matt for years. Matthew Stafford just played with a bad ran organization. Matthew Stafford is. Let me tell you something. Put Matthew. They were. They were like I said. They had a decision to make. But put Matthew Stafford on that Colts team last year. 
If you put Matthew Stafford on that, if he chose the Colts, which they kind of, he wanted to go there, but they, you know, Frank Wright was like, no, nah, man, this is my boy. We ran, we went to Bible study together. I'm going with Carson Wentz. Matthew Stafford wanted to go to Indy. If they, if you put Matthew Stafford on that team in Indy, they won that division. They beat right. Tennessee for that division. Right. And we're not even talking about Matt Ryan on the Colts. He's going. Now, would they have won a Super Bowl? I don't know. But I believe Matthew Stafford, you put him around talent. Matthew Stafford been balling since he's been out of Dallas. I agree. And that's just my opinion. I'll give you Joe Bear, but go ahead, Sam. I mean, you can take that same logic and apply it in reverse order, though. I mean, that Rams team got to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Okay. And then won it with Matt Stafford. All right. So, I mean, it's... So you wouldn't have... No, I would would put Stafford as a Tier 2. Okay. And now, for the first time that he was around talent, already proven Super Bowl caliber talent, he got him over Hmm. that home. Interesting. Okay, let's keep it moving. Tier 2... And the definition of Tier 2, because this is important, the definition. The definition of Tier 2 are top pros and proven winners. Okay? Going into 2021, Matt Ryan, Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, Dak Prescott, and Baker Mayfield. <laughs> he, I mean, there's two that he was kind of off on this one, and that's Baker and probably Ryan. But, we, I mean, you know, I guess you look at the body of work, you go to AFC Championship game, I mean, you can't take, speaking of Ryan, you don't want to take that away from him. But that was going to 2021. In 2022, he only has two on this list as top tier top pros proven winners. Matt Ryan. And and this is why it confused me a little bit on this, because he has Deshaun Watson on uh, this list. Oh, but you know what? He didn't. That's right. He didn't have him going into 22 as a bona fide franchise quarterback. So Watson on the bona fide list. Not right in tier one. Yeah, he had him right there after Justin Herbert on the list. But that was going into 2021. Into 21, yeah. 2022, he didn't have him. I thought I was like, wait a minute. You just had him going. To, so in 2022, he only has Ryan and Watson. And all that definition is top pros, proven winners. Don't have a problem with that. Don't have a problem with that. No, I do. With which one? Matt Ryan? I think that Dak Prescott is a top pro proven winner. I I think that I'm dropping Ryan Tannehill off of top pro proven winner. I think that he's a great quarterback. He's a solid system guy. If you're handing the ball off to Derrick Henry, I think that I think that makes things a lot easier. And I would also say that I don't know that Baker Mayfield is a I, I think that I agree with him dropping him off there. But I would have I would have left Dak Prescott on there this year. I think that Deshaun Watson, I could argue that he still belongs on Tier 1. And this is just going from what he's done with Bill O'Brien and and the Houston Texans organization. What reason do you have to drop him from Tier 1 to Tier 2 if he didn't even play last year? How do you say he's not a proven winner when he didn't even take the field? What changed? The team changed. That's the only thing that changed when you're going into these rankings. And that's the same thing with the Stafford. All of a sudden, Stafford goes from playing with the Lions and he's a Tier 2 and he jumps to Tier 1 because he wins a Super Bowl with the Rams. If he goes to the Colts, I think it's market bias that he doesn't mean that he's still Tier 2 this year instead of Tier 1. If he goes to the Colts and wins a playoff game or takes him to the AFC Championship game, but I think it's market bias that he went to the Rams. It's a great story. AT&T has a really funny commercial about it. But I think that he, that that Matt Stafford's still just a tier two top pro proven winner, but not a bona fide bona fide superstar. Okay, okay, all right. Sam kind of agrees with that. Okay, well, first of all, with Dak Prescott, he's a proven winner. Come on, I, I think he's a proven. I put him a little bit above a little bit proven winner. I, I think I, I grade Dak off a of coach and a culture. 
That's why I can't wait till Sean Payton. I mean, I, you, everybody knows how I feel about the Cowboys. Right. But for Dak's sake, I can't wait till Sean Payton gets there. <laughs> I mean, that because that's going to show Sean Payton and Dak Prescott equals Super Bowl if they've got other teams around it. Now, I'm going to say that comment right there with a grain of salt because i got to see how far this team goes back this season because I think they're coming back a little bit. I just don't like the offseason they have. The division's going to get better. I mean, I poo-poo on the commanders. I had somebody on social media, but but you know what? They're going to be better. Plus Maybe Carson Wentz gets back in that division. Maybe he just does enough. Uh, you'd see what they did in the draft. And not only that, they got a house sitting over there. Because let me tell you something. Carson Wentz gets the wobbly boot by week eight, week seven. They'll And this kind of goes with what I'm trying to say with Tony They'll just go and say, let's start the process with how. But Dak, I'm going to put him a little bit above proven winner a little bit. Okay, the, ter- the, the tier three, these are rising stars. They're just rising. A lot, of, a lot of potential. 2021, he had Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, and Kyler Murray. Look how far Kyler Murray's down on this, like in tier three. But Kyler's telling everybody, I got to get my money. And if you don't get my money, I'm going go to the, go to play with the athletic a- A's and try to help them get a new ballpark built. He didn't say that, but that's really what would happen. If he goes to play baseball with the A's, they might want to capitalize on that. Right. But Trevor Lawrence, I'm kind of surprised. Rising stars, that makes sense for Trevor. You know, some people think Trevor Lawrence's rookie season was hijacked by Urban Meyer. Like, he didn't really have a true rookie season. Like, we didn't really get to see Trevor Lawrence on this situation. You know, in 2022, the only one he has, who is Zilch? No, who is zero. It's Zilch Z- just oh. means zero. I was going to say, who the hell is that? I was like, Zilch? Who the hell is Zilch? Anybody is Zilch? I was like, is that a typo? <laughs> I'm like, what? When the hell did he just say zero? Zilch. I'm like, what the hell is Zilch? So he's got you know, I'm Ryan, I, the rising Hey, star. Sam, I'm Ryan Burgundy, man. You know, I'll see anything. You put anything, <laughs> I'll read on the teleprompter. It'll just come out. Okay, so zero. No rising stars coming in this season? We can't think. What about the kid in New York, the Jets? Yeah, I Wilson. like Zach Wilson, yeah. Come on, man. Look at the firepower he's coming in with. I mean, he's got a defensive-minded coach, but I just feel like he had enough flashes there, you know? Uh, the kid from Ohio State they drafted. I mean, Lewis Rick compared the kid to Lynn, Lynn Swan. He thinks he's Lynn Swan the, that's coming because the way he twerks. And, you know, Lynn Swan's a little bit before my time, but what you got, Sam? Yeah, this is almost where I would put Herbert. Thank you. Damn. Yeah. I mean, just because there's still so much unproven when it comes. Yeah. To, I mean, he's not a top pro or a proven winner. He's not a bona fide franchise quarterback. I would still mm-hmm. say he's on the rise. Well, I hope you're right, man, and I hope he disappoints. You know, I hope Herbert disappoints. You know, I mean, I don't because, think that's a disappointing because didn't you? I mean, Kyler was there last year, right? And Burrow. These guys rank and Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's. It feels like that's you. an appropriate okay. place for a third-year quarterback. Now, this is when it gets really interesting, I, Tier 4. Really huh? quick, I think that I, he should also still have – if you're going to put Trevor Lawrence as a rising star before he even played a game, then he should still be a rising Agreed. star right now. Completely agree. Okay. Cause especially when you talk about how Urban completely screwed up that rookie year. Yeah. What's worrying about me, this is the most you and Sam's agreed on this show since you've been over here. I mean, to be honest with you, I usually have some go. Y'all agreed to everything. Okay, check this out. Tier 4 gets interesting. This is the definition of Tier 4. You can win with them. That's what he's saying. Like, oh, well, you can win with them. I don't know, but you can win some games with them. And going in 2021, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, mm. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I disagree with that, man. If he's coming in out of bullpen, if somebody's hurt, he can come in and go 4-5-0. Oh. Not if you name him a starter, I don't think. Even though he's balling pretty good with Miami for they had to set his ass down. Carson Wentz, 
That was his 2021 list. So that was Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Carson Wentz. We know how that played out last year. Carson ended up going to his third team in a short time. Okay, going into 2022, you can win with them. Carr, Cousins, Tannehill, Prescott, Murray, Jameis Winston, Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones, and Tua. First of all, I think it's disrespect to have Prescott on that list as yeah. you can just win with him. Um, and Pres- that's going to go down in history for the one Cowboy that I defended the most in my entire life. I don't care. Any coaching staff, any player, he, he's there's something about, I don't know, maybe it's the mother connection with us, you know, lost some other kids. I don't know. And plus, I just think Dak, Dak gets a raw deal, not even, I mean, from his own fan base, but we'll see. Not saying he's Joe Montana, but he doesn't get enough respect in my opinion. Um, Jameis Winston. I would say we're going to find out this year. I mean, he's coming off of ACL. And again, I got to proceed with caution on that because I got to see what he does without Sean Payton. I mean, we saw a glimpse of that before he blew his knee out, but at the end of the day, they've got Nolan as a defensive coordinator. Like, that defense ain't dropping off. That defense, I believe the Saints, the 504, they've got a championship defense. Now you put Tyrone Matthew in that secondary. You still got UTSA's own Davenport. Okay, they, they've got a championship deep. They will challenge Tampa Bay for that division. I've got a gut feeling on that. I think, that, you know, Tampa Bay should win that division. Everybody else is still rebuilding from Carolina. Atlanta's going to be – Atlanta's going to be – they might be hot garbage. I mean, they're setting up Mariota like, hey, you want to come back and play? Try this out. But they, they might have got a steal with Ritter. The kid from Cincinnati that Zach wanted, that, that might be a steal of that draft, but they're going to be without their number one receiver because he's a $1,500 bet, parlay. 20 million cost you 18, 20 million. My goodness. My goodness. All right. So when we get back, we got tier five guys that are veterans and placeholders. Let's see who's on this place. Placeholders. And we get back. I'm going to address Adam Langori because I want to clarify to him about my Tannehill situation. And I guarantee you that I'm probably, I don't know, guarantee you, but I'm going to be pretty close in the neighborhood the way I think this is going to play out in Tennessee. Listen to the sports crime broadcasting here from the Hazel Skyline Studios. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sands spinning the one and twos. 
broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. Make sure you uh, try out their new pre-made alcoholic drinks, their new flavors. And if you if you don't want to, you can just stick to the uh, original mix and add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. As uh, Fox News Dave was mentioning earlier, they got the mango margarita in a can. I haven't tried that one. That's the mango mm. one. Oh, yeah. That's perfect for summertime. Okay. You already like tried Cinco it? Cinco de Mayo. No, yeah. I love uh, mango, uh, though. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, well there the you store. go. Zing, zing. All right. So, um, look, we because there's a couple more tiers on this situation that we can kind of parlay tomorrow, but you get the logist of it. And, you know, because, like I said, we don't, there's no NBA games tonight that we're going to be breaking down tomorrow. There's really no tomorrow. We don't have NBA going back up until Saturday. So we'll be able to do that Monday when we get back. But let's see what we got in the social media world uh, so I can react to some of that and get to my Tannehill deal. Well, since we're going to Tannehill in a minute, we'll save Adam. I see your comments there. Hmm. I'm going to get to you in a second. Um, Michael Esparza checking in on Twitter. You uh, had asked earlier why we don't shut down the city for Cinco de Mayo. And I, uh, Michael Esparza checked in and said, come on, Cal, we don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. It's the Mexican equivalent of St. Patrick's Day, an excuse to dress up and drink. I mean, so is Fiesta. And I don't know what all the... Deal is with Fiesta, but I would still say in this city, I know, I'm not saying make it a national holiday, but in this city that makes up 77% Hispanics, um, I, it was just a question. I just wondered. I mean, you know, it's, and again, again, we, I'm a history guy, so I know it had nothing really to do about the independence, but it's still a battle. And I find that, well, just a question, but like I said, we, we take a whole week. I don't know, and, and shutting down the city, though, that terminology is a little bit too harsh. I just said, like, really a holiday, you know, banks closed, holiday. You know, that's all. That's all I'm saying. The banks you know? already get to close enough, and you got uh, Memorial you go. Day later on this month to recognize as well. Uh, with go. the banks being closed, what else we got out here? Two one zero Earth on Twitter says Sean Payton and Dak do not equal a Super Bowl. He two, emphasized first that with of all, a the last twenty four uh, forty eight hours. Two one Earth. Two one Earth has been on my ass. Pause. Uh, coming at me <laughs> crazy because first of all, he had a pro. Oh, that's a reach about Mike Tomlin. You mean you tell me Mike Tom's a yes man? No, two on earth. That's why I asked you. You know the history of the Rooney family with Dan Marino? I'm telling you, Mike is a team player. He's a company. He's a team player. He, they've stood by him through good, through thin, whatever. This is one of those that, no, he's not a yes man, but this is the hometown kid. I Look, I'm the one that was telling everybody in this city about Malik Willis the last two years. Okay? I've paid attention who coaches and what organizations really was salivating at him for a little bit. And, and to sit there and say, well, because kind of like Mike had that, well, this is why Malik drafted him. No, none of these guys coming out, nobody was going to reach for him. And also, you got to look at need. There's other reasons why quarterbacks fall because there's talent corners, there's talent, and the people that are picking, they already had the quarterback, so it just happens. Because I think it, it's, and look, it, when you sit around for six months and people that got platforms and media, Todd McShay of the world, Mel Kuypers of the world, and all you hear us saying, oh, man, this quarterback class is weak. This quarterback class is weak. What do you think? And everybody's shocked. Wow, there's only one quarterback taken in the first round? What the hell? We've been sitting around for six months. And when it's that down, one or two of these guys in this class is probably going to ball. I don't think they're all striking out. There, that's not – and everything that Malik has said, he picks up on things, he does this – but that's what I was saying. no. He's not a yes man. It's the fact that this is one of those like, hey, it's bigger than Mike. It's about this is a hometown kid. 
My dad went to his grave regretting that basically we passed on Dan Marino in 83 that went to Pitt. That owned all the record books at the time, like Pickett owns all the record books at the time that has beaten Dan Marino's records. That's what it's about. It has nothing to do about Mike Tomlin being a yes man. This is just one that's bigger than him. Like, hey, okay. And Pickett could get out there and ball. And to be honest with you, I think Vegas got the odds of him as rookie offensive player of the year already. I don't even know if – does that mean that they think that automatically he's going to beat out Trubisky? Because Mike Thomas said he's, he's eager about this quarterback competition. I'm like, damn, did y'all tell Trubisky that? Like, Trubisky probably thinking, like, damn, here we go. Which I'm still saying Mitch Trubisky going to come out. I think he's going to beat um, this kid out at the beginning. But make no mistake about it, he's the future of what they're going to roll with. That's what that is, 2-1-0. What else we got on the stream Facebook line? What do we got? Well, we got Dante uh, mm-hmm. saying it with his chest out. Um, he says, Sam, I got your stars tying it up this evening in the Stanley Cup playoff. And uh, also thinks that the New York Rangers will bounce back as well. Hmm. About that, Sam. I'm glad he has faith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got a hard time scoring, Sam Dallas. They can stay in games, you know, they can play cold, but they got a hard time capitalizing, too, on power plays as well. Yeah, also. it doesn't help that Calgary has a goalie that led the league in shutouts this year. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm still thinking that if, if the Maple Leafs can break this Canadian drought, of Stanley Cups. I mean, they're supposed to own this sport. I mean, they're going to – you thought they went crazy when the Raptors won. They'll burn down Canada. The Maple Leafs are the Cowboys of the NHL. Okay. They're always the storyline. They're always Super Bowl or Stanley Cup expectations, and they will always disappoint. Okay. All right. Well, this it's all is about be... the Maple Leaf on the helmet. Okay. All right. Exactly right. <laughs> All right, what's the what we got on Facebook streaming live? What we got? All right, well, I'm not going to put it up because it'll take up the entire screen. But yeah. we've got Adam Longoria checking in. Wrote a damn high school essay for English class. Go ahead, yeah, Adam. So go ahead and sit back, guys. Uh, Vrabel is not going to trot out Willis before he's ready. Um, speaking, of course, of this quarterback battle there. Yes, he was wrong about Mariota, but this is different. Uh, every scout of the 32 team, NFL teams said Willis is a project. Uh, John Robinson and Vrabel drafted this kid to sit at a mi- sit a minimum of one year. He would have to completely wow them in the preseason like Russell Wilson did. I don't see that happening. Let me say, though, I would love to see Malik Willis come out on fire. I'm hoping he's our future, and I don't want to ruin him by throwing him in the fire before he's ready. Well, Adam, I don't want to ruin the kid either. And clarifying what I was trying to say yesterday, I didn't say that you trot out Malik in week one. Okay, I'm not saying that. My point of it is, is that based off of the information Ryan Tannehill has told us about how he was depressed, how he was basically didn't talk to people for weeks. Um, you know, he's never been at a dark place. Like I said, this is taking mental health seriously, but I, again, but, but again, I'm going to, you know, in my opinion, there's a thin line between mental health and then guys or athletes that they just don't, they don't have it to be on the big stage. What I'm telling you is this is a team. First of all, I think Mike Vrabel can win a Super Bowl as a coach. I think the organization, the way they draft his system is in place to win a Super Bowl. But my point is, is that when you have a quarterback that is in the AFC, okay, you know, you have a situation where we've seen what right. I don't believe, and if I'm wrong, I'll come in wrong. The way the quarterbacks are in the AFC right now, no, I don't think you that Tennessee's going to win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill because you can't ride Derrick Henry all the way to the Super Bowl. 
Just like I say, Colts can – you, you can make an argument that Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the NFL right now. Colts can't ride him all the way to the Super Bowl. You're going to have a quarterback that's going to go up against a Josh Allen in the postseason, a Patrick Mahomes in the postseason, potentially a Hibbert in the postseason, potentially a Joe Burrow in the postseason, potentially a Russell Wilson in the postseason, and all those guys I just named, if, 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 if all hell breaks out and somebody stepped on somebody's Puma or Dita Shelto and a fight breaks out in the club and we get into a shootout, he ain't beating none of those dudes in a shootout. So my point of it is if we get to week five, week seven, and this guy is still like, um, you know, the guy that had the, that, that, that uh, Maverick and Goose had to go sub in for Top Gun when he was just up there, he just sweating like, I'm losing it, man. I'm losing it. You know, if, if he gets in that cockpit and that goes down, and, and let me tell you something. The families of the guys in that locker room, they heard what Ryan Tannehill think. If you don't think there's guys in Tennessee looking like, man, is this guy going to be all right, Millie, to win in, to win with? Then you crazy. So to me, it's a serious issue. But when you go to that point in return, hey, man, it, I, don't, I don't know if I'm down with that. Maybe he need to get right. So the point is it, it comes down to, for one, how quickly can Malik go? Because there's only one way that you learn in the NFL as a quarterback or get better, and that's by playing. But no, I don't I don't think he's going to be ready week one or week two. I'm just telling you, you're treading water just to sit there and trot Ryan. And by the time they think he's ready, and let me tell you something, Ryan Tannehill thinks his pressure on that game he threw four INTs. If he gets out to week two, three, and four, and he's starting to uh, – the rumbling's going to start because I told you this pre-draft. I told you this pre-combine. I said the Tennessee Titans are the next AFC team or the next team in the NFL that the fan base is going to say, man, we can't win with this guy. If The the crowd is going to be sitting there, let Malik go because w- what the deal is. And your point, Adam, and I like Adam. People think I don't like Adam. I love Adam. Adam saying, well, man, look at the 49ers yesterday. What are you the 49ers? And I was thinking, I was driving home saying, wait a minute, Adam, first of all, uh, the reason with Trey Young, they've got a guy that's went to the NFC Championship game two out of the last three years by the name of Joe of Jimmy Garoppolo. That ain't the same as Tannehill. That's what's delaying the decision, man. And I told you they got Kyle Shanahan. Vrabel's not offensive minded. I'm just telling you, Tannehill is who he is. That's just what it is. So you just need, like, yes, we're not trying to ruin Malik, but I promise you, they y'all get off to a slow start. The only thing that's really helping Tennessee. With their quarterback situation and the Colts, because y'all play in the sorriest division in the National Football League, the AFC South. Now, I think Doug Peterson going to have something to say about that. They've made a lot of changes in the offseason. Speaking of Jacksonville, I, you know, so in a couple years, maybe that AFC South Texans going to take a while, but make no mistake about it. It's damn sure the weakest division in the AFC. Okay, so that's the only thing that's saving Matt Ryan's old ass and Ryan Tannehill, the guy that basically couldn't talk to nobody that was so devastating i mean come on that is who he is you know and then and, and i'm all about why are we prolonging inevitable if i've got a punt on a season for eight weeks just to get this kid some reps because i think willis got the mentality to handle it i think he can handle it is he gonna make some rookie yes but is he gonna be overwhelmed where you just gonna trot him out there and be like man i mean adam think he's gonna turn into Derek carr no okay um, no, I said no, not Derek Carr, David, the one that was ruined by the Texans. That and David's on NFL Network has flashbacks about that at least once a month. 
He just said it the other day after draft. He's like, uh, you know, I didn't have an offensive line behind my rookie year. He wakes up in cold sweats as the beating he took in H-Town his rookie year. Malika, I'm just telling you, man, because that's the guy I believe that Tomlin really wanted. Okay? That's just all. That's all I'm saying. So, um, and so you're living in the past, Adam. I see Titans been beating all those top teams. Look, man, not in the playoffs. And you and you got to get it's different. These teams are going to be better, and you got to have you got to have a heavy hitter at, at at that quarterback position. This is not for the weak heart in the AFC this year, and it's going to stick out like a sore thumb. You ain't got one of those guys when you run up. It's going to stick out like a sore thumb, and it's going to cost some guys their jobs in the front office. It's going to cost some guys their job with the Motorola headset. Okay, that's all I'm saying. There's guys in that locker room looking like you know what. What did he say? I don't know, man. And all Malik got to get in there, do his work, in them training camp. Oh, yeah, man, be confident, this and this, and they're going to see them throws in practice. Woo, woo, damn, woo. Get off. And, I, and trust me, next Thursday, a week from today, we'll see that schedule. I'll tune in on the Tennessee schedule, see what Ryan has coming out the gate. We'll see. We're going to see. Okay. Uh, what do you got? Well, before you move on from Tannehill entirely to Malik Willis, uh, Lock and Flora does think you can win with him. He's got him in that tier four. Yeah, you can win with him. You can win him on Sunday. You can win with him in October. You can win with him in uh, September. But in January, that defense sacked Joe Burrow, what, six times, seven times? Tennessee was the number one overall seed. You're supposed to win that game. You've got to win that game. You played against really arguably a rookie quarterback You've got to win that game if your defense, and trust me, the looks are coming from that side of the ball. And trust me, from experience, the last thing you want is a locker room divided over bad quarterback play or offensive play. It will rip the soul of a national football team. Okay? That's why you see guys giving two first rounds and it's for those guys. That's why you see guys that get the guys a different juice than it changed. Different juice than it changed. Oh, man. Got one to go to London now? You know? Showing up at the White House. You know, Peyton Manning said, you know what, let me tell you the difference. The advantage that Russell got uh, that got over me, when I showed after spending a decade in Indy, when I showed up to Denver, it was I had to adapt to coaches staff, QBA. What people sleeping on, Russell Wilson is coming to a whole new coaching staff. Mean he gets to learn the offense with everybody else and he gets to teach everybody else. Okay? That's why I think that was a big deal today with uh with the Steinberg. Getting that baseball division. Because Patrick might have some different thoughts after two or three. You're like, damn, I didn't know it was going to be like that. Yeah, you got somebody that's pissed off. That's been left up there uh, for dead up in Kurt Cobain country. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, team played the best defense going to that division and probably going to win the AFC. That's all I'm saying. Can't wait. Bart Scott voice. Can't wait. We'll get to more of the tears tomorrow. On the other quarterbacks, we'll see where Ryan comes in at that time, too. Got some other things we left on the bone we'll get into tomorrow. Just had to clarify myself. Got too much blowback on that Ryan Tannehill thing. Like, damn, y'all acting like you Joe Montana. Anyway, that's a wrap for the day. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mr. Sands, been the one and two. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up at Tyler, people in the Shaw City, people down in the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people in Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you hit the snooze button and for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow.